featuring the artist formerly known as Captain Hugs. Uh, my name, I go by Michael John, and then we got uh, J-Rock, and you can reach him at the Twitter machine at JamesJRock36. Listening to this amazing, wonderful podcast will expand your knowledge of sports, sex, pro wrestling, and everything else in between. J-Rock, how's it going, my man? How you doing? Hey, I'm going pretty, Michael. Um, I You're- can't complain. It could be worse, but, uh, you know, we had to push the show back another day we're Sorry. recording on a sunday the lord's day <laughs> yes uh, i'm huh. supposed to be i'm supposed to be resting on the sabbath and here i am working per se well, so getting, it's not that bad well we're getting paid from our amazing advertisers yeah the the, the main thing is on sunday is that you don't drink on sunday that's what i do well guess who's been drinking on sunday well, then you're going to hell. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. So uh, uh, what has been going on with you? Um, we haven't uh, discussed much in the last couple of weeks. What's going on? So I, I made a post about something that's going on with me, but I'll just um, we'll get the bummer part. Uh, of the of this right here out of the way first thing so we can right. we can go on and have a pretty good show so about a month and a half ago mm-hmm. on a Sunday I got pretty bad like stomach pains yeah and it felt like I was getting stabbed in the stomach uh huh <laughs> where you had a family brawl <laughs> No, 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 I'm not. No, no. So, Go ahead. Um, yeah, I, I was like in really bad pain, and I know what's going on. And lucky for me, I got some family members that are like in the medical field. So, like, I contacted them, and their like analysis was like, "Well, it sounds like your appendix is rupturing." And I was like, "Well, damn!" It's like you have to go to ER like right now, and. So I did, and the pain kind of chilled out for a minute, but it was still, it wasn't, it wasn't as, as intense or bad, but I still went, right? Yeah. So they gave me like a CT scan and all that, and um, with the whole COVID thing, like your loved one can't wait in the waiting room with you. Uh-huh. You kind of have to be cleared, and then they call them, they call them from their phone, in and tell them to come in from the parking lot so right you know my my fiance came in finally and we were just like waiting forever they put me through they put me through the scan and then they they come back and it was like well you know your appendix is fine 
And they say, well, maybe you might have a tiny piece of gallstone and it's just really bad indigestion. I was like, okay. And I was like, oh, well, well, by the way, you have this mass on your kidney. Oh, by the way? Yeah, basically. Okay. Yeah. And we're going to, we're going to refer you to a specialist, uh, urologist in the area. So, uh, so they tell you that you have this mass on your kidney. What, what's, uh, what's going through your mind? What's going through your head? Well, a mass is always bad. So yeah, right. Yeah, but I was, I was still, I was looking, they showed me the scan. I was looking at the scan. I was like, well, at least it's not other vital organs. Right. Yeah. You know, um, prostate, the, uh, liver and the oh, pain. Shit. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, you know, at least it, it wasn't on that. So I'm kind of thankful. I'm like, well, I got two kidneys. So yeah. And sent me to the specialist and he was like, yeah, you know, if it's over a certain size, we, they just, they take it out. Right. And you know, the, the guys just act like nonchalant, like no problem. They do this all the time. You'll be fine mm-hmm. with any, whatever. It's still, a, mm-hmm. it's still an organ, you know? So I was just like, oh, damn, you know? Right. And um, I got like kinds of different advice, advice, like, you know, get a biopsy to it. And I, I think that was just a bad idea to do. The that, biopsy? Yeah. I didn't want, I didn't want to be, I don't want to, didn't want to have it poked and prod and make things worse. And, you know, so, um, I had to schedule an appointment with a surgeon in yeah. in the next town. In the it's like a town over. So mm-hmm. I went there and I talked to him, and he's he's pretty confident he can just get the mass out. So you know he wants to save it. I was under the impression that most don't want to save it and they'll just take the whole thing out. So you know, there's always a chance of me losing a kidney, right? But I, so- but, I but I'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Okay, so have have you been told by a doctor that the this mass on your kidney is cancerous? Ninety percent of the time, it is. Okay, but you haven't specifically been told that yet. Well, when they take it out, they'll, they'll test it. Okay, but and but but by that time, it's out, and then but and you've had other tests, and it hasn't it hasn't spread or anything like that but, right yeah, but by no. that time it's out so if it's if it is cancer like you're like oh shit that's fucked up that i had cancer but you're you're fine though you you don't have to worry about it have it you don't have to worry about it uh spreading per it se. was um it's isolated and they said okay. my they said my blood works fine but of course you're going to do more tests and stuff when i go for my my pre-op next month and then that's that's like on the twelfth, and then six days later, I, I get the actual surgery. All right. Okay. So this is—I've never been any in that kind of surgery before, so you know I'm still kind of nervous about it. Of course, yeah, any kind of surgery is nerve-wracking. I mean, especially you know with a vital organ like a fucking kidney. But uh... right, but you know, you said that you 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 had a, a grand grandmother that had the same thing, right? Yeah, it was the mother-in-law had. Uh... Oh yeah. Yep, and they, I mean they just it didn't spread just like yours, and they just sucked that kidney right out, and there we go. That uh, it hers must have been worse than yours because the doctor wasn't going to try to attempt to remove the mass; it was just remove the kidney. That was the only thing. Right. So there's um 
Yeah, even even the surgeon told me he's like, "Look, this this isn't super serious." And I was like, "What?" <laughs> I was like, yeah, right. It sounds pretty fucking serious. <laughs> yeah, I, was, uh, I just I, like I I want to hurry up and get it over with. Is that's all I want? But right, I, I know a few other people that have been through the same situation. There's there's one older gentleman that I with he's been helping me out with like i've been asking him a lot of questions and stuff and mm-hmm. um he's been really helpful actually so you know props to richard man you know his uh his mask was like way bigger than mine yeah um he said after they took it out like they they tested it his, his was like really rare it was like one percent yeah it was like that that type that he had was like really rare and um huh. And it, it grew pretty fast. But I, I asked the surgeon, I'm like, how long do you think this has been growing? And he's like, for years and years, man. Oh, wow. I was like, really? I'm like, like, what can this be attested to? I mean, like, you know, th- this happens like all the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But right. I'm just wondering, like, all those pre-workouts, you know, mix yeah. that I used to drink and all the proteins and stuff. I, I, I wonder if it had anything to do with it. Like, I don't know, but. Well, that just made me scared because that's all I do is drink protein shakes and take this random workout shit. You know what I'm talking about? Well, I haven't. Uh, I, I've drank protein, but it's it hasn't been like a lot of like a dosage. You know, it was it's only like 25 grams of a drink. Yeah. But the the pre, I haven't done the pre since I got screened. I haven't done any of that. So, right. Like even when I do try to do a little crappy workout, you know, but um. Yeah, no, no more pre for me. Yeah, well, I mean, that's the thing. It's like uh, during this, uh, we've been we're going on two years of this show, right? Yeah, yeah. Like uh, we're, I, you know, I'm going through a divorce. Uh, you've got, oh, I don't know if it's, I, I don't know if to call it a cancer scare or what, but you know, is this like scary shit? You know, is this? But you know, that's. Uh, that's everyday life. That's everyday worries. You know, it's like Mega Power Hour, Captain and J Rock are not immune to that kind of shit. So, you know, you know, J Rock, you know, I love you. So, um, well, you know, hopefully everything will be fine and everything will be good. Like, I urge people to go get checked out for, you know, certain things because I, I had no idea this was going on. Like, no clue. Because yeah. like they say, like the first signs are like when you urinate blood. Like I don't, I have never urinated blood ever. You never urinated blood. Well, no, yeah, that's good. Never have. I would have freaked out, you know. So, and plus, like this, this five thousand dollar cat scan saved my life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Like you know, you know it's kind of a like a blessing. And like, no, and, it is. It is a blessing. It's kind of like a blessing in disguise. Like I know people. Some people or like don't believe in type of signs or whatever, but like I mean, somebody was looking out for me, you know. That's how I feel. I'm sure it was your dad or your sister or whatever. Um, it was something something similar happening in my family. You're talking about signs. Uh, my my mom had a brain tumor. Uh, it was probably God, I don't know, about fifteen, sixteen years ago. She didn't, you know, she didn't know what she got in a car accident and they, they did like a, you know, like a CT scan or an MRI or whatever. And that's how they found the brain tumor and they found it in time before, you know, it was going to be life-threatening. Damn. So, yeah. yeah. So it's like, 
you know it's just some some people it's their time to go and some people it's not and you and my mom's not time to go now so thank god for that oh you know i get the surgery next month and i'll be out for another month so will you be able to talk i mean if i'm not totally drugged up I'm gonna have to carry the load as always, is what you're saying. Uh, <laughs> you can, you can, um, yeah, you can, you can take the the train. I don't want to say the p word train, but you can take the train. You can take the mega power train and kind of right it for a little while. I was kind of looking forward to them taking out your kidney, and then I could just like brag to you that I have two kidneys and you only have one. No, God, it, my brother. He's like, man, he's like, man, you could put it in a jar and keep it. I'm like, what? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. He's no, like, yeah, really. it's yours. You can do whatever you want to. He's like, you right. coffee table. That'd be a good conversation piece. I was like, nah, bro. That's, that's just too no. much. It's too much. Right. Man. Too, too much. So that's, that's the bummer part of the show. And that's part of life, I guess. This is just lumps and roadblocks in life. You just got to get over them. Yeah. Yep. I'm trying not to get emotional. I feel like I'm getting emotional. Um, I, don't, I don't want to. Okay. Because I have a, I have a, I have a hard exterior. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You got, you got a, a a hard candy shell. <laughs> yeah, hard candy shell. I don't want to. I don't want to cry over my podcast partner. That you've never met. It. Weird. That I never met. I know, but I love you. Yeah. I appreciate yeah. it. I appreciate the, um, the like. I wasn't going to say anything until after the surgery, but I felt like I got good news from the surgeon. So that's why, like I said, what I said. Oh yeah, definitely. That's definitely good news. It just you still have to go through, you know, the surgery and shit, you know. But you know, at least you yeah. know you're going to be alive and you're going to be okay. Yeah, that that part. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Pretty, so, so well, let's move on. Yeah, let's move on to something a little more ridiculous. Uh, anyway, uh, okay, so I, I tweeted I tweeted about this. I uh, I was walking through uh, the grocery store, right? I was I was out of uh, bubbly and uh, some. Uh, I, um, I needed some more beef sticks, right? So this uh-huh. pharmacist walks up to me and was like, "Hey, have you had your COVID shot yet?" And I'm like, uh, "Well, no, <laughs> I haven't had it yet." And he's like, do you want it? And uh, I said, sure, I'll have it. And um, so long story short, I got my COVID shot, my first one. And my arm is, my right arm is sore as uh, fuck, to be honest with you. But uh, like, I like, that's the only way I was going to get my COVID shot. Like, I didn't, I didn't want to sign up for it. I didn't want to wait in line for it, you know, and just like. This dude just walks up to me and says, do you want the COVID shot? And I'd be stupid to turn it down. So here I am uh, with a sore right arm with the COVID shot, you know. So it was at the pharmacist was kind of the, the the girl pharmacist that that did my shot. She was kind of hot. So that kind of helped. Oh, that's <laughs> that's that's why you fell for it. Well, no, the, the no, the pharmacist that asked me was a dude. And I, you know, I'm not barking up that tree. But the the person that actually gave the shot to me, the pharmacist, I guess, but she was kind of hot, so I was like, eh, whatever. <laughs> so, which brand did you take? I got the Moderna shot. Okay. Yeah, so I got to go back in four weeks and 
I've talked to some people and um, they said that their first shot, their, their arm wasn't sore at all. And I was like, Oh fudge. Because like my arm is really sore. It's like, it's like someone just repeatedly has punched me in the arm and, you know, I'm, I'm like, we're like, Oh God, I get the second shot. I'm going to be sick as shit. But uh, you know, I'm hopefully not. Um, right. So a, a while back, my work offered uh, free shots of uh, I think it was Johnson and Johnson. Oh, damn good thing you didn't take that. Yeah, I know. Yeah, well, you know, I like at the time I just wanted to find out what was wrong with me before I got a shot and just yeah. you know, make everything go haywire. But um, yeah, uh, I think I think a few people got like sick like the next day and they had to like leave and stuff. So uh, yeah, like I don't know, man, like. I just keep taking my vitamins and my zinc and, you know, eating my gummy multivitamins and taking an emergency and all this other crap. I'm like, I haven't, I don't know. I feel fine. Yeah. It's just, um, yeah. Well, good. Uh, I drink, I, I heard that I could drink a lot of water and stuff, but that's like after the second shot. Like I, I, I didn't feel like sick at all. It's just like my right arm is just, yeah, it just feels blah. But, uh, you know, I was still, I was still able to lift weights and all, but it was still like, it was still like sore and stuff like that. So I'm thinking about doing like a intermittent, intermittent fasting. Have you ever done that? No, we don't, we don't fast down here in the South, bro. You don't, you don't fast down in the South. Okay. Well, us Northerners, you know, we, we tend to fast sometimes. That's good. Um, you guys ain't got no good food and you're all Catholic most of the time, right? Did you say we're all Catholic most of the time? Yeah. How did you? Did I tell you I was Catholic or what? Yeah, because you said you give up stuff for Lent. So I'm. Just... Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm Mr. Joe Catholic here. Um. So. Uh, um. So what's the thing? Is that for like a day? How long is that? No, like it could be. I could do it for like a couple of weeks. Like, um, I was. How's, how's I was like looking work? up and like. Well, I don't know. Like, it's like intermittent fasting. So tomorrow, like, I will not eat anything, anything. I'll drink as much coffee and whatever, but I will not eat anything until three o'clock from three o'clock to eight o'clock. You can literally like I can literally eat brownies, cookies, whatever in that five hour window. I'm Uh now mind you, I am not going to eat brownies or cookies, but that is what this this is basically and uh uh i you know the rock has the rock uh dwayne dwayne johnson our our buddy my my buddy i've met him before uh he raised his eyebrow to me and i freaked out and passed out in the break room at the civic center you painted like a little girl that just saw the beatles for the first time it well it's the rock okay so uh he he does that when he's getting ready for a movie role and everything like that and you know, I'm just, uh, I'm becoming, like, I lost all sense of my workout ability. I didn't give a shit for a long time there. And now, like, I'm like, I'm like, uh, I've got something to be obsessed about and to think about all the time besides the other bullshit that's going on with my life. So from three to eight, I can eat whatever I want. But then it has to be cut off after eight o'clock. 
<clears throat> yeah, I can't. There's just no way I can go to three o'clock without eating anything, man. That's I know it's gonna brutal. it's gonna be hard. It's gonna be a test of my in, intestinal fortitude, no pun intended. But See, uh, morning I'm time, I'm, I'm driving past these these places. They got they got fresh biscuits <laughs> in the oven. You can smell them. Yeah, like that. Like I, 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 I well, well. I mean, John, empty. I wouldn't eat a biscuit if my life depended on it right now. So, is it, you guys don't do biscuits good up there, from what I heard. So, what? No, no, our biscuits are good. Yeah, really. <laughs> yeah, they're good. Yeah, exactly. They're I good. I don't know about all that. Okay. Ugh. Yeah. Okay. So we got uh, we got the serious stuff uh, out of the way, right? Yeah, it's gone. Okay, well, uh, let me look at that. I'm not, you, you, be a little behind the scenes, little thing. Uh, J Rock sends me a show structure, and if we didn't have a show structure, like I would, I would just be like, okay, so, well, what's next, J Rock? What should we talk about? <laughs> you know what I mean? Give us something to talk about. Yeah, give us something to talk about. Uh, uh let's see, uh, NFL draft. You got anything with that? Well, the draft's coming up this month, so... Yeah, I know. What's going on? I think before the actual draft, we need to do something. What do we need to do? I don't know. A Zoom or something? I don't know. Get everybody's facial expressions about the draft pick. Okay. We get the reactions and whatnot. I mean, we ain't got to make it a pod. We could just do this on, like, the side or something. You know, the people that follow the show and they're actual, you know, fans like us. Of uh, the team, yeah. Uh, like so, there's, when, so there's when, a lot. There's a lot of smoke. There's a lot of smoke about all the quarterbacks going in like the top, you know, eight, ten picks. Yeah. Well, um, I don't know. Like, <laughs> what's the what 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 are the Bears? What are the Bears well, going to do? I'd like I, like I said, like who who knows, but um, they're eyeing a quarterback. They're eyeing to trade up. Just, <sighs> who's going to be available? Like, j- I think the whole thing with San Fran, they're smoking. Like, I think they're going to take Fields. I don't think they're going to take Mac Jones. God, it's just like I. They would be <laughs> they would be idiots to take Mac Jones. Like honestly, and if Fields falls, <laughs> then you you got to call and trade up somehow, right? Oh yeah, definitely. Like. Like, right now, I'm so disconnected from the Bears. Like, I love them with all my heart, but it's just, like, I, like, I'm, like, I'm, like, internally, like, mad at them and just, like, disgusted with them. I don't know. Okay. Well, we don't have to talk about No, I know. It's fine. I, it's fine. I want to. It's just, you know, I, I, I think, actually, the Bears will be a decent team this year because I actually think Andy Dalton is a better quarterback than Mitch Trubisky. And I think we'll be okay. And I just like, it just, it's just, how, how do I think as a Bears fan and the people that are listening to this, that don't think about football, the Bears haven't had a a legit quarterback since like goddamn sick Sid Luckman. And that's been since 1942. And don't, don't, don't think that I don't love Jay Cutler because I do. Okay. But he didn't take us to the promised land. Like I thought he would. Right. You know, and I, 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 uh, I thought Eric Kramer was the best quarterback they've had. Eric Kramer, man, he did throw that. Oh, God, him and Curtis Conway and Jeff Graham. Oh, my God. 
Yeah, and that was a long, long time ago too. What when what year was that? That was in the nineties. That was like ninety no five no ninety four ninety six no ninety four to like ninety six he got hurt I think like Shane Matthews or was it Walsh Steve Walsh yeah Steve Walsh and Steve Walsh like won like what eight nine games in a row or something like that yeah something like that but yeah it was a long ass time ago so we are officially dating ourselves with that yeah very long very long ago. <laughs> I know but uh, it doesn't matter who the Bears pick. It's this Bears Twitter is not going to like it. They will find something to complain about. So I'm looking forward to that. Right. So, but they just signed Marquise uh, Goodwin. Yeah. What do you think about that? I think all these one year deal vet guys are signing up. And I think it, it points to them trading up, is what it points to. Oh, God. This is just like, here's the thing is like, I had so much hope in Mitch Trubisky and then in. And then whatever Ryan Pace does, like, I pray to God that this quarterback is amazing. But then I'm just like, my initial instinct, well, this guy sucks. He ain't going to do shit. I am not important enough to have a football team that has a fucking competent quarterback that can take us to the promised land like Aaron Rodgers and, you know, uh, what's that guy's name from Kansas City? Uh, Mahomes, you know, like Tom Brady. Like, it's like the Bears can't have that for some reason and i just i don't know i just don't i don't like well that. well the other thing could be they would you know try to re-offer seattle for wilson maybe on draft day who knows but i like if if they do that let's make an agreement right now to go live instantly and just get our reactions yeah that would be that would be awesome <laughs> yeah it would be awesome <laughs> If they done that, but I don't see them doing that. So. Oh God, I would love it so much. Oh God, my God. Anyway, so um, uh, all right. So we did the Bears. We uh, NFL. I'm sure. Uh, who's the Who's the number one? Who's the quarterback that Jacksonville is going to take? Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. All right, good for Trevor Lawrence, right? Yep. Yep. Uh, who gives a fuck? It's Jacksonville. But it is Jacksonville. it's Jacksonville, and you. You lived around Jacksonville before? No, I, I lived um, further down. I was southwest. Southwest, like by Orlando, or what? No, southwest by like um, Naples. Is that further south than Orlando? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Wow, definitely. You, you like lived in like paradise. Uh, basically, I mean, hey, you know, I was an idiot for moving, but whatever. I I still love that place. I like um. You know the keys and all that. Like, I want to go visit the keys soon. Uh, yeah. Flo- Let's Flo- do that. Yeah. Can Can you and your me, you and your woman and me with no woman <laughs> go to the keys? I don't know, man. This has got to be. It got to be like a couple things. Oh, are you serious I mean, right now? You're leaving me out of this because I don't got a woman. You do have a woman. You just got to get her back. Oh, okay. All right. All right. All right. Well, whatever. Yeah. Well, maybe that'd be an awesome trip. We could do the Mega Power Hour show from the Florida Keys. Holy shit. Wouldn't that be awesome? Yeah, that would be great. I want to do a podcast on my vacation. <laughs> that sounds condescending, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> all right. All right. Um, J-Rock, we had WrestleMania this weekend. This past weekend. This past weekend, yeah. This past weekend. 
Um, you watched it. You are a tight ass, and you didn't buy Peacock, and I gave you my password. Let me let me ask you about night one of WrestleMania. Uh, right off the bat, we got Hogan, and we have a uh, what's a, what's that guy's name? Titus. Titus O'Neil. Yeah. Um, starting off the show, uh, the host of WrestleMania, which I think is kind of like a, it's just kind of like a host of WrestleMania. It's just kind of, I don't know. They don't need a host of WrestleMania. I don't know when that shit started, but anyway, what did you, what did you think of night one? I thought night, night one was okay. Right. Like it, uh, the Bianca Belair and Sasha main event was good. Uh-huh. I like that. And wasn't was it Seth and Cesaro? Yes. Cesaro is what Ces- Seth wants to call. Him. Yeah, why are you calling him Cesaro? Cesaro. Cesaro because it was the um, they were doing impromptu promos because they were it was a rain delay. Yeah, right. So like Vince is like make them do promos and like they're all unscripted and like some of them were bad and some of them were good, but this is yeah, you have to work on it. And I, I think yeah. Seth did the right one. He was kind of zany a little bit, yeah. but he'd always call him Cesaro. That was a good. That was a good match. Yeah, that was. Goddamn, pal. Let's let's have him. Uh, let's have him do promos unscripted. <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah. You, let's get, you you got to do something that you haven't worked on in forever. Right, right. But as I mean, like it kind of worked and it kind of didn't. I mean, there was a. I don't know. It was a mixed bag. Uh, the first match of the night was uh, Drew McIntyre versus Bobby Lashley. Uh, give your opinion on that, and I'll give my opinion on that, and we'll see what. The mighty we'll Bobby Lashley. I thought it was, you know, two big, two big juggernaut guys going at it. I mean, I I thought the match was, it was good, but like, you know, I don't like Lashley's finisher. So, and then Drew didn't tap out. He's just kind of, he's just kind of unconscious. Yeah, I. For some reason, but I mean, other than that, it was—I mean, it was decent. Um, I, you know what? This is one of the the few times on this show that I'm going to agree with you about something in wrestling. The the Bobby Lashley finisher just doesn't do it for me. Like, like even like any finisher, to be honest with you, uh, that is a submission hold, I don't really like because I love the um, the the drama that comes with the referee counting one, two, three. I love it. Like, you know, like the kick out at two and a half point five, you know, well, they, they, the ref doesn't even like take the, you know, the guy in the submission, his hand and like put it up, you know, and it'll fall down and yeah. he does it, does it twice. Yeah. And he does it a third time. And then like either his hand falls down and it's done or he starts getting powered up like, you know, what Hogan used to do. Well, they don't do that anymore. Right. It's just the guy's just passed out. And it's just like, okay, wave the – ring the bell, wave your hands. Yeah. And uh, I was – like like going into that match, who did, who did you think was, was going to be the winner? Who did you think was the right decision to win between Lashley and McIntyre? Uh, Well, you know, McIntyre kind of – kind of held it down for a year like in the pandemic era yep um i wasn't betting on him to win though i just i just figured they would just give it to you know bobby yep and let him have his has he ever had a wrestlemania moment 
No, no, he has not. Yeah, let him have a WrestleMania moment. Drew had his last year, but it was like no crowd. So, yeah, I mean, it that is what it is. We'll see uh, how long. Who's going to beat Bobby? Who's his competition now? Uh, well, I well Drew McIntyre is going to face him at WrestleMania Backlash. Then it's not just Backlash anymore; it's WrestleMania Backlash. Did you know that? No, I just found that out now. Yeah, just now. WrestleMania. Backlash. I think the match of the night was like the Bad Bunny match, right? Yeah, you know, it's like I mean, it's it kind of stole the show a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, re- major respect for Bad Bunny for working his ass off and. He you know, did every move set known to man. <laughs> he did, he did, and that that literally like almost stole the show. Like, uh, yeah. like when the WWE had Bad Bunny, I'm like, who the hell is Bad Bunny? But like, I know who Bad Bunny is now, and he he took pro the pro wrestling serious, and uh, he he did an amazing job. Now, like, major props to Miz and you know Morrison. You know, I'm sure that they carried that match, but it's. That was that was really a fun that was a fun match, you know. It kind of reminded me of uh, when um, Triple H and Stephanie uh, wrestled against Kurt Angle and a uh, 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 what's the chick's name? MMA name? Uh, 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 oh, what is her name? Oh my god! Oh my god! I'm Ronda, Rousey. Ronda Rousey. Yeah, Ronda Rousey. Like that match stole the night. Like that was so good and. Uh, that's what uh, I think uh, Bad Bunny did. So, yeah, well, Bad Bunny had the catchphrase on Twitter. I mean, he's like, you know, Captain's so stupid. So, I yeah, mean, I know. He, I know. He had to have a banger of a match. Uh, uh, did Damian Priest get lost in this whole thing? He just kind of got um, overshadowed by Bad Bunny. Well, I, you know what I think? I think Damian, I heard, I heard Damian Priest was injured. And uh, so that's why I don't think he did as much as he was going to do. But, um, yeah, so uh, let's see. I like, I like Damian Priest. I think he's got he's got potential. Yeah, I think so, too. I, I'm, yeah. He, yeah, yes. I he, po- he points his fingers a lot like somebody else I know, but, you know, we won't get into that. But He what? He points his fingers. He points his fingers. Yeah. Yeah, there's a certain wrestler that people complain about him pointing his fingers every time he does a move. I think Damian Priest almost does the exact same thing. Oh, okay. Um, what the the match the the okay? So everybody that knows, I'm a huge WWE guy, and I'm 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 anti WWE, right? I'm anti AEW. I'm sorry, right? Yeah, aka um, a stick in the mud. A stick in the mud. And and might even count the the FTW title because that that's that's nothing. The most like insignificant major title between WWE and AEW, I think, is the women's tag team championship in WWE. What what do you do you agree with that? Well, AEW doesn't have a women's tag team. I know, but I'm just yet. saying, like. But, but with the major titles like at the FTW title in AEW, that's that's not that's not anything in AEW. Right? Well, the title's not even being put online. Right, in right, 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 right. So I mean, it's below insignificant because there's there's nothing. It's just a belt. It's just like um, you know something fashionable that you just have. 
And I don't, they don't even really present it. I haven't seen him with that belt in a while because Cage is kind of on the splits with Team Taz. Oh, okay. So what I was getting at, the, the, the Women's Tag Team Championship, um, the, like, like it was just bad. Like, the Lana, uh, like, she's all hot and stuff, but she just doesn't do it for me in the ring. Natalia, even though she might be, like, the best, like, technical wrestler women there is, she doesn't do it for me either. Tamina is boring to me. Uh, Shayna Baszler and uh, Nia Jax, they don't do it for me. Like, the whole, like, whole tag team women's stuff just doesn't do it for me. And, uh, like, I just didn't care about that match, and I didn't think that that match should have been on WrestleMania. What did you think about it? Well, yeah. I mean, they so these these are single performers being being teamed up as tag teams. Yeah, exactly. That's what they're doing. You're right. There, there's really no like the Iconics were the only like tag team that I can remember that that came through. Right. Right. I can't. I remember Mandy and Sonya. They broke them up, and then um, who else did they break up? They broke up the Iconics. Yeah. And. Uh, the the riot squad they broke them up for a minute. Yes, they did. Yep. So I mean, they're taking all the image. So tag team isn't prominent in WWE anyway, much less women's tag team. So they're just putting makeshift in all these teams. I do like Mandy and Dana though. Uh, like, I I like Mandy and Dana are fine. Uh, I just Dana is just I don't know. She doesn't do it for me for whatever reason. I don't know. Maybe it's her lips. Her lips are too big for me. I have no idea. Well, she had a nip slip at the mania. She, her, I did see her tit. Yeah, I did. So. I didn't see it because someone covered it up, but I, it was a malfunction somewhere. But um, I mean, I think they they have potential. I like their the. I mean, they kind of look alike, so they wear the same outfits and stuff. But it's in you know different contrasts. Right. 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 Um, yeah, like I didn't want to see I didn't want to see those matches at WrestleMania and it was a two-parter cuz the winner had to face uh Nia and Shayna on night 2, right? Right, right, right. They did. Yeah. So it was like a two-parter. Yep. And Nia and Shayna ended up winning that match, so it was just kind of eh. and you know, I was like WWE with Shayna Baszler, like Baszler's just like this killer pretty much is what they portrayed her to be especially in last year's elimination chamber where it was just like a it was pretty much a squash match for Shayna Baszler and yep. and now she's just like losing matches left and right like the roll-ups to Natalia and Tamina and it's just I don't I don't get what they're doing with her now and I don't know it's just you know I love WWE but like I I have to start I have to start questioning some of the stuff they do. And I started questioning some of the stuff they do um, after I watched night two of WrestleMania. (laughs) 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 But, but let's, but, but we'll hold off on that just for a second, because let me say something about Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair. Like, okay. You tell me uh, at WrestleMania three. Okay. Uh, 30 years down the road, we're going to have uh, even 33. What was it? It's probably 34 years down the road. This is Hogan and Andre. Uh, 
you know, what the biggest like WrestleMania main events of all time. I'm going to tell you in 34 years, there's going to be two women main eventing WrestleMania. It's going to be uh, a girl named Sasha Banks who wears, you know, wigs and shit like that. And she's really hot. Don't get me wrong. And Bianca Belair, who has obnoxiously long hair. Okay. <laughs> and uh, yeah. yeah. And you're going to, you're telling me 34 years ago that there's going to be two women that has main evented that is going to main event WrestleMania while I'm watching Hogan and Andre while I'm watching Hogan and Savage or, you know, whatever, you know, and you'd be like, what, what, what is going, what is happening to the wrestling business? What are you talking about? Two women, Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair. But, uh, you know, I'm not ashamed to say this at all, that uh, they lived up to that expectation of a, of a main event at WrestleMania. Like, you know, watching in the attitude area, era the women in that match was just kind of like it's just it was just kind of eye candy it wasn't anything special to me at that time it was just kind of like oh cool you know we got some hot ass and some boobs wrestling here and that's awesome but but now like you see uh, the women wrestling in wwe and aew um you know the good ones in aew uh they they put on a legit show and they're legit wrestlers and Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair deserved that main event at WrestleMania. And it just goes to show you how far wrestling has come and how far women's wrestling has come. Yeah. Uh, kudos to them. That was a good match. It was. And, you know, there was a pretty cool video of uh, of Sasha Banks after the match was over. You know, she was just kind of smiling because of, like, what, what her – and Bianca Belair has a, accomplished there. It's like she didn't care about losing the title. It's like Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair, two black women, main events in WrestleMania. I mean, like that is such a huge that's such a huge thing. And you know, I was just like, like no matter the outcome of that of that match, and I and I pretty much knew, and I think everybody knew that Bianca was going to win. Like it was just, I was just, I was just happy for both of them. Yeah, um, that was a hell of a welt that she got from her her um, long from the hair, from her hair braid. Yeah, it was loud too. Um, That was pretty crazy. That was super loud, right? So, um, so you got to put that match on night one as the top, basically, right? Right. Oh yeah, definitely. Then like night, I mean, uh, match two underneath that for night one would be the Bad Bunny. Yeah. The Bad Bunny Miz night, it just kind of stole the show. So I'll put it up there too. And then the third would be, you know, um, Cesaro getting his first WrestleMania win, and Seth, because you know, you knew they were going to do a, you know, really good solid work in the ring. Yep. So and then I guess you no know, Bobby and then Drew and then the, the rest of I guess the tag team stuff was left over. And how 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 awesome was it to just hear a crowd? Right, but you know the thing is with the piped in uh, crowd noise is like you know Vince can control the crowd noise. Like I know. They, they won't. He won't ever pipe in booze. You know what I'm saying? So. I know. And, and this isn't WWE's fault or AEW's fault. Like I'm, I'm tired of the paid fans in attendance. I'm tired of the screens in attendance. Like I want, I want actual fans now in attendance. You know, it's just like 
I think WWE did a great job with the Thunderdome. I think they did the best they they could. And you know, and then AEW with their they have some fans in attendance and they have some some I don't know, is it paid wrestlers or wrestlers in the crowd cheering? Like they did both companies did the best they could during this pandemic. But um you know, I was do what you got to do. Yeah, exactly. And I was I was so it was just like so refreshing to hear a crowd. And, yeah, and yeah, awesome. and, and they're wearing masks and they're all, all all up on each other's asses. <laughs> right. Yeah. Did you did you see any of the crowd like there were like like no masks? No, there was no mask at all. <laughs> and it's like it's like Florida, bro. Like it's like the the hotbed of the COVID spread, basically. Right. I gotta find out like after I get my second shot, do I have to wear a mask anymore? You always got to wear one until this whole thing is just done with, I guess. It's but ne- it's never going to be so, done. So like I heard, I heard rumors that after, um, not after, but before the main event, like fans were leaving. Yeah, that's that's. I mean, like, I I understand like the logistics of it. Like you want to get out before the crowd, you know, before the traffic hits, but. That- Stupid, bro. Florida is nothing but traffic all the time. So is it? That's, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's always traffic jams. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm just I'm just saying if you pay your good money, why don't you stay to see the whole thing? Right. Unless you unless you got free tickets, then maybe I understand. Right. But but that's that was a part of history. Okay. Uh so we have covered night one of WrestleMania. Was it thirty seven or thirty eight? 37. 37. Uh, so, okay, we need to do a commercial break before we go, get into WrestleMania Night 2. And I know that's uh, people that listen to the show, they want to know what I think about what happened at WrestleMania Night 2 and uh, what J-Rock's uh, opinions are from Night 2 and what kind of shit he'll give me for Night 2. So, uh, well, J-Rock, are, it- are we ready to pass this to the commercial break? Well, you know, get ready for night two because I want to hear I want to hear some truth bombs dropped on your end, buddy. <laughs> All right, stay so, tuned. Stay tuned for these commercial breaks. Yes, uh, make a power over return in just a few minutes. Thank you very much. Bye. Do you ever often wonder how come there's not enough videos? of people eating corn seductively and erotically. But look no further, I had the place just for you. Cornhub.com. Yes, Cornhub.com. View our hundreds of videos of people eating corn front ways, sideways, from the back, front and back. And also view through our categories, such as hardcore corn, softcore corn, girl on girl corn, stepmom corn, and Asian corn. What are you waiting for? Hurry now, it's getting corny up in here. Hey man, you ever get tired of people joking you and judging you on the basis of your alcoholic beverage of choice? Whether it be a fruity beer or a sissy seltzer. Well, we got the perfect drink just for you. And we call it Heterosexual Pale Ale. The manliest beer on the planet. You can take this beer with you fishing on the pond. Out there mudding and foiling with your friends. Or even take it to a Trump rally. No one's going to think you smoke pole. Or better yet, they're not going to think you got a small pecker. Now go on down to the saloon and get you some heterosexual pale ale. Be a damn man for once. Okay, so welcome back over that commercial break. Um, 
Well, J-Rock, uh, <laughs> let's get into night number two. You want to get into night number two? I'm ready for you to get into night number two. <laughs> Okay. This is all. This is all your baby right here. I want you to take down them them pants of that of that baby of that little baby girl, and just you know, give it all that you got because I want to hear everything. I want to hear everything that's went through your head. I knew you were fuming, and I wanted you to rage <laughs> tweet it out. You were too scared because you didn't want to be critical to WWE, but I right. I knew what you were fucking thinking. So go ahead. Okay. So let's let's paint a little picture here, okay? Like here's little Michael John, right? Like all like, oh oh god, like here oh god, the first match was Randy Orton versus the Fiend, and like, oh god, I love the Fiend so much, and here we go, like this is gonna be awesome. This is the Fiend's WrestleMania moment, right? And uh, Alexa Bliss comes out, you know, she's hot and shit like that, and she's and like, oh, there's this big Jack in the Box thing here. This is gonna be amazing. I love it so much. And she's jack, she's twirling it around, and here comes the fiend out of the jack in the box. I'm like, oh my god, here, here he is. This is what thing. And then he's not burnt anymore. He's recovered from the burn, and then he jumps off the jack in the box to clothesline Randy Orton down. And I was like, here comes the squash match. Uh, the fiend is going to just annihilate Randy Orton, and here we go. That didn't, that didn't happen. And. You know, uh, Randy gets his offense in and the Fiend gets his, other, you know, sells for it. I'm like, okay, here we go. And then the Fiend goes to do the sister Abigail to win the match. And then all of a sudden, Alexa Bliss starts with her, like, bleeding black out of her mouth, uh, out of her forehead and <laughs> everything, you know, and everything like that. And the Fiend's just, like, kind of looking at her. I'm like, okay. And then Randy Orton gives the RKO to the Fiend. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> the Fiend will kick out it. The Fiend will kick out at one here. Nope. Okay, he'll kick out at two. Nope. He'll kick out at two and a half point nine. Nope, he didn't. He didn't kick out. He lost. <laughs> he he lost the match. <laughs> yes. Uh, he lost the match to an RKO. And I'm going back and I'm thinking, like, before I get into anything else, I'm going back to thinking, like, okay, this, this mother effer has survived, like, 12 curb stomps, numerous shots to the head with a chair steel chairs everything he kicks out one rko gets him down for three seconds uh, uh it's set on fire too by the way and he's set on fire yeah um and the match just kind of ends and i'm just kind of looking at the tv and I'm looking at my phone because I know it's like that fucking J Rock's gonna be texting me anytime now. <laughs> <laughs> that motherfucker. And uh uh so I go about I go about this two ways of thinking. Like, okay, like Alexa Bliss, the story's just gonna continue with sorry, Buster. But the, the thing with like WrestleMania is like it's it's supposed to be the culmination. Like you're supposed to get this big payoff at WrestleMania, and 
there wasn't a payoff at WrestleMania with the Fiend. It was another shitty match where they have just some uh, a finisher beat the Fiend, who's supposed to be this guy that is like got these supernatural powers and he's crazy and everything like that. But he looks at Alexa Bliss and then he just loses all his powers. And it's like, I want a payoff at WrestleMania. That's what I want. That's what's supposed to happen. <laughs> the culmination of these storylines that has started for months. There's supposed to be some kind of payoff at WrestleMania. And there wasn't. You know, there wasn't. Yeah. And it just pissed me off because I'm so invested in the Fiend character and everything like that. And he loses to one RKO. One. I can understand if he did three RKO, like he did one RKO, kicks out of one, two, kicks out of two, RKO, number three, kicks out of three. No, it was one. Right. And and then he stands up after he gets pinned. And then the lights go on and he goes, and he's away. Like, what What does that mean? What, what does that mean? Like, you lost to Randy Orton on a finisher. A uh, finisher. Like, what are you doing? That... That was the most disappointed in WWE creative that I have been in a long, long time. Well, that's that's because uh, those rose-colored glasses are coming off a little bit. That's just well, sh- that's shitty booking, bro. That's just all that is. But um, uh, it is shitty booking. Yeah, and yeah. well, of course, you know, the- like like you said, there's there's got to be an ending to the story. At WrestleMania, right, where it all comes down to, and of course, it like I saw the Jack in the Box, and I just like I just said, I'm like, oh, you fucking kidding me? A Jack in the Box, okay? And I'm I'm not I'm saying this to to myself in my head because like my woman's watching too, and she's just like, what is this bullshit? She's like reading my mind. I'm not saying anything. I'm not trying to give her any kind of ideas because like. You know, she thinks for herself. And even she's like, some bullshit. And she went upstairs. Yeah. <laughs> after the end. Well, I don't. She's like, I can't watch yeah. this. <laughs> I don't blame her. That was horrible. I'm like, wait, there's another match. And she's like, look, I'm like, the women's tag team with Tamina and Natalia versus <laughs> Naya and, and Shayna. She's like, no, I'm good. I want to go to sleep. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't. I don't blame her. I don't blame her at all for that. That. That turned me off so much. Like, I couldn't believe it. And, like, like explain explain the story. Like, explain a little bit why he's not burnt anymore. Why is he normal looking? You know? And the... Well, he was walking through some little tunnel thing, and he, there was some little CGI bullshit to where it looked like he wasn't burned anymore, and he was back to normal. Yeah, I remember that, but I was just... That was more bullshit, and I was just like, "Are you?" Kidding? And then I saw the Jack in the Box, and I'm like, mm, like "Jesus Christ!" I know. Was- just like uh, I, I can't. I I don't know. So I know that's your favorite character. I know it's one of people's favorite characters, but um, I just I'm over it, bro. So it, it's just like WWE has just they've overthought this fiend character. They overthought it, and like. He should have beat. He should have squashed Randy Orton at Mania. Should have. You know, May, uh, Randy Orton doesn't need a victory over the Fiend to further his career. I mean, he's a fourteen-time world champion. Like he doesn't. He doesn't need it. Ugh. God, it was disappointing. 
So what are they going? What what what? what goes from here so alexa has the fiend's powers now basically well so. and then like now she like on raw like she thinks like 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 now alexa's character realizes she doesn't need the fiend and she has all this power so i don't know what the fudge is going on now because it's like does the fiend still have his powers the alexa just left the fiend high and dry like I don't know. Like, I I hope there's a giant payoff to this story. I really want there to be a giant payoff to this story because I, I, I don't know. I'm disappointed in it. What what giant payoff would there be? I don't though? know. I I don't know. Like, the giant payoff was supposed to be at WrestleMania. Exactly. That's what that exactly. But it just if you leave me confused at WrestleMania, like you you're not supposed to do that. <laughs> you're not supposed to do that. And I, I had fun after that match with you. That's, that's guaranteed. You just, you, you just were hiding the whole time. <laughs> I know, right? I know. You went tweet. You went tweet out nothing, nothing at all. Well, no, I, I don't. I don't want Vince McMahon to see any negative tweets. Well, he's he's not. He's not worried about you. He's got your money anyway. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. Um, What's up with him? He can't say WWE anymore. He just says WBJB. <laughs> WrestleMania. WrestleMania, yeah, that's what. Yeah, way more scratchy and itchy voice now. I know that. Yeah, his facelifts are getting out of control too. By the way, but here's the thing, you know, like WrestleMania is. I'm starting to look at it like Christmas. When you were a kid, Christmas was like so much better. Yeah, I think that's what WrestleMania is right now. To me, it was so much better when you were a kid and you're, you know, growing up. Yeah. And like right now, I like, I don't know. Maybe the Becky Lynch WrestleMania. I forgot which one that was. That was uh, thirty-five, I think. Yeah, that was. I mean, I like that one a lot because of Becky. But yeah, I wasn't crazy by it, like any of these matches except for. Uh, I want to see what happened during the Roman the Triple Threat. That that kind of um, that kind but of. But the Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, they all you know, Kevin is always going to put on a good show. Yeah, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, good show. Yeah, I don't like Sami, but them two got really good chemistry because they've known each other forever. Yeah. So I knew that was going to be a good match. I was like, please, like that was going to that that saved that pay per view. Actually, they were like on a that was a third match. The first two were like shit. Yeah. And. That that had to save face and and get it back on the right track again. No, yeah, the, I knew I knew Kevin Owens the same. His name would be awesome, and um, I figured Kevin Owens would win. Uh, but I I love Sami Zayn's character, just kind of his weird eccentric character. But uh, the the triple threat match between uh Roman Reigns, Edge, and Daniel Bryan. Uh, what did you think of that match? I watched half of it. I, like I couldn't stay up for it. So okay, um, it, I I saw I saw the finish, and then I I don't know. I I don't think pinning two guys at once is that great of a finish. It just makes them look like unbeatable. Who's going to beat Roman? That, no one. I, that I don't know. Like they they've made, which is good though. It's good to make your world champion look unbeatable. He's he's looking unbeatable. Yeah, and like. Roman Reigns is just taking this new persona and run with it. But I eventually think that Edge will win the title from him. But it's going to be a while. 
Well, and and I think it will be like a money in the bank type thing. Cesaro was trying to maybe challenge for him. Yeah, Cesaro ain't gonna do it. But I'm glad Cesaro has got the title shot. But uh, Cesaro ain't gonna do it. You think they're 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 giving him a push because everybody's bitching about him not getting a push? I think so. I think they have people like scrolling internet wrestling community Twitter and be like, oh shit, we better give Cesaro a goddamn power job because you know, so-and-so uh, is saying they're uh, you know, they're not using Cesaro correctly. Well, he's he's really underrated. I mean, he might be, but and, and now he's not underrated because he's, he's starting to program with Roman Reigns. Is it officially, is he really going to officially start an angle with Roman? I think so. I mean, who else does Roman have to face, you know, but. Right. Oh, the one, the other bullcrap match was the Nigerian exploding drum match. Oh, I know. That was, that was something else. Oh, with um, Big E and Apollo Crews. I, I was, went, I was rooting for Big E to win and then he got cheap shotted. Yeah, by the guy that was in Raw Underground. Yeah, rest in peace, Raw Underground. Announced team act like they never saw the guy before a, a day in their lives. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like we know who that guy is. He he's got a distinctive look. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. Uh, but, but other than that, I think night one was better than night two. Oh yeah, I don't like. I don't think anybody could argue that. Night two was better than night one, and I, I you know what, ru- uh, the the first match on night two just fucking ruined it for me. Like, I like instantly night one was better. I don't care what could have happened after that match. That that just shit wasn't gonna happen. Like, yeah, not cool. Um, who would have thought? Look at us, both of us, you know, crapping on the same thing. It's it's amazing. I, I know this is people aren't going to like this that we're agreeing with stuff. So <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so uh, all right, so WrestleMania 37 is in the books. Uh, anything going on with the uh, the All Elite Wrestling? Well, we had well, we did some giveaways, bro, during Mania Week. Oh yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Um, no, nobody does giveaways on Mania Weekend that have wrestling podcasts. They need to step up their game or something. Well, that's because the Mega Power Hour owns WrestleMania, and that's our giveaway night. I guess, like, I, I see them. They don't I, – I don't know. I don't even know. This, this is when you got to get buzzed with your account or with your show or your podcast or YouTube channel or whatever. Yeah, exactly. I don't see anyone taking advantage of it. You got to take advantage of Mania Weekend. Right. So the first winner of the T-shirt that was it was a T-shirt. Uh, you had a, your choice between three of the wrestlers in a triple threat, yeah. and it was uh, our very own Buck. Yeah, Buck. Uh, like how I how I do the like, the contest is like I just pick a number, like how many retweets the thing got. I just pick a number between one and whatever it got, like twenty two, and then it was like seven or eight, and Buck won, and I was like. Oh yeah, here we go. I know uh we know Buck. He's been on the show before and he won. And I got an email today that the Ed he picked the Ed shirt and the Ed shirt is on its way to New Mexico. So Buck, congratulations, buddy. You deserve that shirt. 
Yeah, congrats, Buck. And the second giveaway was a um, WrestleMania action figure yeah. of The Rock. The Rock versus Triple H, a double pack. Nice. Giveaway that Jeff Bartlett won. Um, I'm staring at it right now. I haven't sent off yet. I got to get a big um, uh, envelope package. I got to get a big package to put it in there. That's what she said. A big package, yes. And, uh, yeah, I will try to get that sent out sometime this week. My work, it changed our work schedule. So when I get off, everything's pretty much fucking closed. Yeah. So yeah, bear with me, Jeff. You will get your you will get your prize in in due time, right? And a, a big shout out. There's a there's like a local toy shop that opened up here called Extreme Toy Collectibles. Uh-huh. Uh, I walked in that place. It's like my childhood all over again. It's pretty it's pretty freaking uh-huh. cool. Very nostalgic. So if you're in the Moorhead City area, go check them out. Yeah, Moorhead City, North Carolina. Exactly. Extreme Toy Collectibles. All right, so we got WrestleMania out of the way, and we got the uh, prize giveaway out of the way. What about the AEW? Well, what's going on? Uh, viewership unopposed the first Wednesday night. What was their rating? One point two. Yes, right. One point two million mm-hmm. opinion. <laughs> What do you think? I mean, honestly, I think it's be, uh, partly because it's the first night that it was on unopposed. So they're basically starting new. Uh, some of the NXT people that were watching just NXT were like, okay, I'll watch out. I'll watch this out while I'm on show. And then also they had a advertised Mike Tyson on the show. So I think it was just a bunch of bullshit. They didn't really, it wasn't a really go all out show. It was a good show, but they didn't have Moxley on there. Omega didn't wrestle. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Cody yeah. didn't. Yeah, I Cody get that. But Mike Tyson is a major name. And I, I'll be interested to see what they get next week because I don't think Mike Tyson is going to be on well, two times in a row. It started out, well, the Young Bucks opened up the show and they started out with um, Pac and Phoenix for like a 30 minute right. match. And that, that held like the 1.23 rating. And the, the highest peak was the. 1.43 with Jericho and Dax and Mike Tyson. Uh-huh. So in last December, Raw drew a 1.53. Yeah. And, you know, they might be hitting old Raw numbers. Yeah. Because always the Raw after Mania is always going to draw big. Yeah. And 2 million is kind of underwhelming for a raw after mania but i guess people want to tune in to see what what the storyline between the fiend was going to happen uh, it just kind of goes to show you like where the wrestling business is now like but but like i say that but it's like hard to say that because you know there's hulu and there's youtube tv like that's not counted in who's watching because like if i watch raw or smackdown i'm watching on a hulu that doesn't count in the nielsen racing rating well five million, five million people aren't watching raw bro it's just not I, it's a horrible show. Uh, well, the problem with Raw is that it's three hours long, and that's too- yeah, it's it's three hours. It's a long but time. The USA Network wants it to be three hours because they get that extra advertising time. I mean, that's you know, that's why it's three hours. I heard rumors a while back that Dynamite was thinking about going three hours, and I I think right now with being unopposed, you know, maybe maybe check that out because <laughs> your roster's. 
your roster's getting kind of stacked. They're getting kind of overflowed. You know, you, you know, know so, I don't know. Two two hours is like that's like the best for wrestling. I I think like even the most diehard AEW fan, three hours is that would be too much. Uh, three hours of Raw. Two, two hours much. goes. Two hours goes by pretty quick. It does, uh, and that's why people yeah. love the show. It's three hours is too long of a show, but it's all it's yeah. all because of advertising and making money for a USA network. So, yeah, you know. right. You no, know, but I was talking to my co-host a couple of weeks ago, and they were saying that how come they're not growing, and then they go in a pose, and then they grow. Yeah, but it's kind of weird, ain't it? Yeah, but I just said. That, yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but what are you? Are you a frog? No, no, I'm not a frog. Yeah, no, I'm not a frog. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but no, no, I'm not a frog. Go ahead, I'm not a frog. I, I was, but remember what I said was they had an advertised Mike Tyson, and this was the first time they were unopposed with any wrestling, at all. So, and you were, and you were saying they're not going to hit a million even unopposed. Well, I, I I don't think I don't think that so next week, I honestly don't think that next week they will hit one million. I could be wrong. Don't don't get me wrong. I could uh, be the, wrong. But the sky the sky's the limit, bro. Oh, this is, this is the alternative. Listen, they had the world by the balls on Wednesday, the very first night. They didn't have NXT, and they got one point two million. Like that's nothing. The United States has like seven hundred bajillion people in it, dude. It was like number two in the fucking demos, though. Oh god! Oh god! With your you demos, gotta, God, gotta, you and Chris Jericho. You got to give them credit where it's due. They were like top three. They were either number one or or second or third. I can't remember, but uh, yeah, for, for that night. Oh my god! So like, what if in like a couple months they hit like one point five, one point six? They, they won't hit that shit. Are you serious? Well, you don't what? know. You no, just sat right here last week and said they won't hit a million, and they did. You're crazy. You are you are insane. They ain't going to hit that Not shit, crazy though. at all. I think I've been right the whole time on this show. I've, I mean, actually, I've actually been right. I, I'm right. Yeah. Go back on the archives, and we'll see. Okay. So, <laughs> I mean, I can go back and screen record shit. It's fine. You know. Yeah, you do that. And be like a jilted ex-girlfriend. You see this? You see this? <laughs> this you? <laughs> you? This you? Yeah, so, I mean, it's, you know, sky's the limit. Say, like, you know, you're, you're a small-time farmer, yeah. you know, and you're, you're farming. You're harvesting crop. Right. And here comes the Jolly Green Giant. And they're a big, they're like a big monopoly. They're in the, in the farming game, right? Yeah. In the produce game. And then, like, they come and put a, a field right next to your field. And then the, the people that are fans of the Jolly Green Giants say, how come these guys aren't growing? They're not expanding. Right. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> it's kind of like you, you taking your little brother and like hitting his face, taking his hand and hitting his face. Like, why are you hitting your face? Why are you hitting your face? Right. Yeah. It's because you're making me hit right, my right, face. Right. right. Okay. So it's it's better for both shows to be unopposed. Uh, NXT got the best rating it did in like almost a fucking uh-huh. year. Um, so did AEW. So it's better for everything. Right. All right. Well, uh, I, I I feel like this was a pretty cordial wrestling conversation between us. 
That's because we're not drinking and getting in our feelings. Well, so. I've been drinking, but. Well, I'm not. I'm not going to drink. It's like almost 930 right. on a Sunday, and I got to get ready for bed. And... So so before we end the show, let's let's do some let's go let's let's rewind the clock a little bit uh to some earlier shows let's do some weird sex fetishes and just just kind of like mix it up with the show okay 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 uh it is time for the captain j rocks uh session of uh weird sex fetishes uh arachromilophilia oh joy Yeah, we're bringing this this segment back. It's been a couple months. Uh, this is when a person experiences yeah. a strong sexual interest for amputees. They look at amputees as objects that they can use for their sexual desires. They are mostly attracted to the physical disabled and feel that it's easier to control and use as sexual objects. What? That's what it is. Uh, I can't say that... Um... I have that type of fetish. You're not objected to amputees? Am I, I'm not attracted to it? I don't know. I never asked myself okay. that question. I don't see a lot of amputees, and most of the time they're, they're guys. So, All right. So uh, number two is um, exiliacism. This is the desire to have sex with someone's. Oh God! Oh my God! This is to have sex with someone's armpit. <laughs> I've heard of someone's that. armpit. All right. Uh. Yeah. No, no, I never. I never had that type of neither desire. Neither have I. <laughs> okay. Coprophilia. This is when someone has arousal with feces. Yes, guys, poop. Some of them even want their partners to defecate on them as to be able to achieve an orgasm. Come on. No way. Oh, my God. Who wants a Cleveland steamer? No one wants a Cleveland steamer. That's disgusting. That's pretty yeah. gross. And you... If you have that type of problem, you do need to be locked up somewhere in a pad set. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're you're pretty damn crazy. Okay, number four, formicophilia. Formicophilia. This is a sexual interest in being crawled upon or nibbled on by insects, such as ants or other small creatures. This paraphilia often involves the application of insects to the genitals, but other areas of the bottom body may also be the focus. Okay, J-Rock, and Andrew's crawling on your penis. Are you getting hard or not? Um, That's a personal question. <laughs> no. <laughs> so no is the answer. Okay, me neither. Me and you. This is the most agreeable show we've ever had in our entire life. It's okay. about time. Uh, catropatrontophilia. Catoptrophilia. This is when a person has an obsession with performing the act of self-pleasure in front of a mirror. They enjoy seeing their reflections as they masturbate. It's the ultimate experience, according to a report on Refinery29. <laughs> Self-induced arousal is actually quite common. Uh, they enjoy seeing their reflections as they masturbate. It's the ultimate experience, according to a report on Refinery29. Self-induced arousal is actually quite common. Some experiences 
it more like an orientation in that they feel more aroused by themselves than they are by others, and they are called autosexuals. It sounds like a transformer, huh? Yeah, I know. (laughs) God damn. We are we are weird, weird, weird human beings. Uh well, so that would be people that like love themselves. So I would I would probably think you fit under that category. I was just about to say, (laughs) I was just about to say, I think I am um uh a kato trophilum it's so fucking hard to say that. Yeah, right. Okay, so the last one we're going to do for the show today, and we'll save some more for next time, is algalmatophilia. Uh, probably didn't say that right. This is when someone has a sexual attractions to inanimate objects like dolls and mannequins. I mean, some mannequins are pretty hot. Samantha was invented for this specific group of people. Um, I don't know who Samantha is, but... Uh, okay, so you see a doll, you see a mannequin, you're attracted to it. I mean, it's pretty much like being attracted to a sex doll, and I think people fucking sex dolls is pretty common, don't you think? It's common. I don't know. I don't know about. I've never. I have never fucked a sex doll, but you know what I mean. Like I don't. I'm not assuming my neighbor's screwing a sex doll. I mean, it could be happening right now. Could be. Yeah, you're right. I don't. I don't really care if he is no i don't care either uh, it's his business if i ever found out i'd make fun of him obviously but right but the mannequin thing like i've seen some pretty banging mannequins Uh you know there was there was a movie about it bro yeah andrew mccartney fell in love with a mannequin it came to life (laughs) it was kim kim cattrall i think i think if anyone saw a mannequin as Kim Cattrall, they would fall in love with. Yeah, 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 definitely. So uh, that's uh, that's the show for. That's I mean that's that's what we got for sexual fetishes for this week. Uh, we'll have more next week though. So uh, J Rock, uh, any parting words? Uh, thanks for listening to the show. Um, we kept it a little bit tame because it's a Sunday night and. Um, we didn't hear we didn't hear you cry about AEW all the time so I'm still going to put a little baby noise in <laughs> I know the, the show being go. on Sunday night just mellowed me out just a little bit well yeah it's mellowed me out too because I'm, I'm in the zone of getting ready for work yeah morning, me too so. that's a bitch isn't it yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. alright J-Rock well uh, we will see you in two weeks. Hopefully, we'll do it on a Saturday so I can bitch more about AEW. And um, uh, yeah, so had a great time as always, and hope everybody enjoyed the show. All right.